0: org and find out all the details about growing up.
1: Hello, this is the Faith in Kids... <clears throat> hello this is the faith in kids podcast jam and i are here we're buzzing for it we're up to episode four it's our summer adventure in acts what a journey we've been on together that's right
2: episode one paul is jam here by the way episode one paul in antioch the first ever
1: church built on good news and encouragement episode two were you with us paul was in philippi In prison with Silas, but because of the good news, they kept on singing and trusting.
2: Episode 3, Paul in Athens. The crowd was shocked. Big brains couldn't process the good news. Seriously? Jesus rose from the dead? Yes.
1: We have been all about us. Good news people. Are you a good news person? I don't feel like it. Today, I played cricket
2: yesterday and I haven't done that for six years. And I basically got out of bed and (laughs) fell over because I was using muscles I haven't used for a while. So I don't feel as good newsy as I normally do. But anyway, Ed, what's today's enormous truth?
1: Good news, people. Keep on going. Do you get that? On good days and bad days, with sore limbs and after a bad game of cricket, good news, people. Keep on going. Jam. Will you keep on going? I will try.
2: And here's a whip around question. What do you do when you feel nervous? Who do you go to or what do you do? For me, I was about to bat yesterday in the cricket match. I was a bit nervous. So I offered to do the scoring so that I was focused on an activity. So I didn't worry about looking like a real idiot when I was batting. So that's what I did. Kept busy.
1: Let me tell you i may be a middle-aged man and his hair is going gray and his knees are wobbling but i still phone my dad dad is great when things are a bit wobbly that's brilliant so what do you do when
2: you feel nervous who do you go to
1: So, why are we thinking about that Ed? Today we hear about a tough day for the church. Not everyone wanted Paul's good news and not everyone will want our good news. Some won't want to hear it and that will make us nervous. It is hard to have people who disagree with us. Jam, have you got fun facts for us?
2: I certainly do. This is fun facts about keeping on going. Because we are good news people who keep on going and the theme might become obvious. What is, Ed, the fastest creature
1: on two legs? Now, I was actually excited because I think I know the fastest creature on four legs. The two legs? Okay, I'm going to go for
2: emu. Oh, not bad. Some might have said humans. Actually, it's an ostrich. The ostrich lives in sub-Saharan Africa they can reach a top speed of 43 miles an hour.
1: Oh my goodness, that's double a human can go.
2: Yeah, and what's even more impressive, they can keep going for 30 miles an hour for 10 miles at a time, making them one of the best long-distance runners in the whole animal kingdom. Apparently, Ed, they use elastic energy stored in their leg tendons, which means that they only need half the amount of energy that are required
1: by most animals. As ever, Jam, our creator is the best engineer ever.
2: Absolutely. And you look at an ostrich and you're not thinking, that is the (laughs) fastest thing on two legs on earth. (laughs) Absolutely no way. Imagine if you could make them more aerodynamic. You know what I mean? If you could put them in in an all-over-body lycra onesie.
1: And let's also be clear, when when an ostrich is running, it is not a thing of beauty.
2: No. Absolutely not.
1: Very much like myself
2: in that situation (laughs) when I was running between the wickets yesterday. Not pretty. Talking of sub-Saharan African birds, there was a much tinier bird that migrates from there to us in Britain and Scandinavia, the common swift. Researchers at Lund University in Sweden equipped 19 adult swifts with data loggers like little tiny little Fitbits to track their movements. As they embarked on their epic migration from Europe to sub Saharan Africa and back again, three of the 19 birds literally didn't stop flying for 10 months. They kept on going. That means the birds spent nearly their entire lives in flight, eating, molting feathers, and sleeping somehow. In the air? No,
1: that's not true, Jam. I'm, I'm. I want you to be careful. You can't honestly sleep while flying. That can't be true, Jam. Well, they must
2: be able to because there's one other bird that goes even further. The famous Arctic Tern keeps on going. It migrates from the North Pole to the South Pole and back again, and back again. Which means that every year it flies fifty thousand miles. These birds live for 30 years, so in a lifetime they might fly 150 million miles, the equivalent of three trips to the moon and back again. They keep
1: on going. Jam, my mind is blown by your facts. Jam, we're finding out today that Christians can keep on going, not because we've got elasticated legs or because we can fly without sleeping, but because we have got the good news.
2: We're going to have a reading from our series in Acts. Take it away, Rob and Nat.
3: Our reading is from Acts chapter 18, beginning at verse 1.
4: Later, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. Here, he met a Jew named Aquila. Aquila and his wife Priscilla had recently moved to Corinth from Italy. They left Italy because Claudius commanded that all Jews must leave Rome. Aquila and Priscilla were tent makers, just like Paul. He stayed with them and worked with them. Every Sabbath, he talked with the Jews and Greeks in the synagogue. Paul tried to persuade these people to believe in Jesus.
3: Silas and Timothy came from Macedonia and joined Paul in Corinth. After this, Paul used all his time telling people the good news. He showed the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. But they would not accept Paul's teaching and said some evil things. So he shook off the dust from his clothes. He said to them,
4: If you are not saved, it will be your own fault. I have done all I can do. After this, I will go to non-Jewish people.
3: Paul left the synagogue and moved into the home of Titius Justus. It was next to the synagogue. This man worshipped the true God. Crispus was the leader of that synagogue. He and all the people living in his house believed in the Lord. Many others in Corinth also listened to Paul. They too believed and were baptised. During the night, Paul had a vision. The Lord said to him,
4: "Don't be afraid. Continue talking to people and don't be quiet. I am with you. No one will hurt you because many of my people are in this city."
3: Paul stayed there for a year and a half, teaching God's word to the people.
1: Jam, can you play a quick game of odd one out with me? Okay. I'm going to give you a list of four items, Jam, and I want you to tell me which is the odd one out. Are you ready? Mhm. Tennis ball Cricket ball, rugby ball, football. Oh, obviously
2: I'm partial to a cricket ball and that's made of leather. So that could be the odd one out. Rugby balls used to be made of... Oh, hang on. Rugby
1: (laughs) balls aren't round, but the other balls are round. Is that right? That's exactly true. Although I did get thinking and you could have said, I guess, cricket balls aren't hollow. But you got the answer I was thinking of. So that must be the right one. Okay. Next one. Crisps. Pancakes, mash, chips.
2: Oh, you just said crisps and my mind just went off to think of "Mm, crisps. I love crisps. Crisps are truly delicious. They're flat. Pancakes are flat. Mash isn't flat. Chips aren't that flat. (laughs) Uh, Oh, pancakes are not made of potatoes. Oh, Jam,
1: I knew you'd get it. You're absolutely right. I tried to trick you by not saying mashed potato, but you worked it out. I did. Now, wonderfully, today we're going to meet a man called Crispus. But that's not why we played that game. We played that game because in life, as Christians, we can often feel like the odd one out. And that was the story today for Paul in Corinth. Listen to what happened there.
3: Paul used all his time telling people the good news. He showed the Jews that Jesus is the Christ – but they would not accept Paul's teaching and said some evil things.
1: Paul was all about sharing the good news of Jesus. When he rocked up in Corinth, this is what he did. He told people the good news. He must have felt like a rugby ball in a bucket of tennis balls. They wouldn't listen. Worse, they said unkind and mean things. Evil things, the Bible says. So Paul left them. He went to tell others. In fact, and this is a this is just a brilliant fact. When he was thrown out of the synagogue, he went next door. Can you imagine it? Get out! All right, I'm off. You won't see me again. Next door he went. Crispus might have been in charge of the synagogue who had just thrown Paul out, but he wanted to look after Paul He wanted to hear the good news. In fact, he and his whole family became Christians. They were baptised. Isn't it great that Paul kept going? The Jews in the synagogue may have been unkind to Paul, but the man in charge of the synagogue became a Christian. It might be a surprising person who wants to hear more. In the middle of you feeling alone and left out. Just imagine there might be one person, Who wants to hear more? But in case Paul was tempted to give up, Jesus spoke to him from heaven in a vision. The Lord said to him,
4: Don't be afraid. Continue talking to people and don't be quiet. I am with you. No one will hurt you because many of my people are in this city.
3: Paul stayed there for a year and a half, teaching God's word to the people.
1: Jesus himself told Paul, Keep talking. Keep telling people the good news. Keep going because Jesus is with him. Good news people, keep on going because we have Jesus with us by his spirit. We're never alone. Every good news person has God's spirit with them. We can keep going. We may not get a voice from heaven in a vision. We may not feel any different. But our story is just like Paul's and we have that promise in the Bible. As Christians, we can often feel like the odd ones out. We look the same as everyone else, but we are the pancake amongst the chips, the crisps and the mashed potato. Because we are good news people and we learned that in the last episode. We're making different decisions. We live for what lasts. So it's really hard to keep it a secret. Because we're going to do different things. We're going to go to different places. We're going to act differently. We're going to say different things. We're going to feel different. And the people around us will know. If you're under seven, you might see that some people are in families that aren't like your family. Perhaps their family doesn't go to church. Perhaps your family makes different choices. And it feels hard being different. Perhaps if you're 8 to 11, you've discovered it's good to be different. Not because you feel alone, but because you are kind when others aren't. You are loving when others aren't. You won't treat others badly. You won't drop other friends just because everyone else has. As Christians, we choose to tell the truth. We choose to be care, even if it means we're left out. And if you're over 11, let me tell you, it can feel too hard being different. This is an age where for most of us, we just want to be in the crowd. We don't even want to be noticed. We just want to blend in. And being different can feel like the worst imaginable problem. Jam, you've got a story of a moment when you were made to feel different. Can you tell us what happened?
2: Oh, yeah, I was about uh, twelve. I think I was the only person in my like tutor group of about ten We'd used to study together, and then there was a Christian meeting. I was the only one that wanted to go and I specifically remember one time one person literally stood in my way to stop me from going because they thought me going was weird and that i shouldn 't and um we didn 't have a fight i don 't fight i 'm not very good at it, but I sort of had to kind of keep ducking and bobbing and weaving to get past um, past him. Uh, and get away and so yeah it felt kind of really isolating at that moment but
1: god helped me to keep on going thanks jam for telling us that story sometimes we feel different sometimes people want us to be really clear we are different good news people can keep on going the good news is true and we make these podcasts because we think being a child or a young person can make you feel more lonely and we need you to keep listening to the truth, reading the truth, hearing the truth. We've had this shout out from some boys, Joey and Isaiah, who are busy listening to our podcast when there is very little for them to do that gets them hearing about Jesus where they're living at the moment. And they want to shout out to Beth, Anna, Josie, Alfie and Florence who are listening in the UK. So do you see wherever you are in the world, you're not alone in this. You have Jesus with you and there are other Christians. We can keep going, can't we, Jam? I think so. (laughs) Let me pray. Father, I thank you for Joey and Isaiah. I thank you for Beth, Anna, Josie, Alfie and Florence. I thank you, Father, we are not alone. You have many people in this city, in this country and in this world. And by your spirit, we have Jesus with us. Please help us to keep on going. Amen. Oh, Amen. Ed's got questions. If you're under five, who promised to stay with Paul to help him? Five to sevens, how was Paul treated by different people in this story? Can you think of a few examples? Eights to elevens, have you ever been treated differently because you're a Christian? Over elevens. What do you try to remember when you're being treated differently? You can press pause now and have
2: a chat about that now, or we'll have those questions again at the end. And we're going to keep moving now because we've got another sketch. Here we go.
5: Hello, welcome to Action Time with me, Action Tim. And I'll let you into the secret of how I became so tough. I live off the fruits of the forest, or red cherry yogurts if I can find them. I sleep in rivers, and I'm always vigilant. Hello? Yeah, sure, I didn't see you there. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm tough. Tougher than a bulletproof chest of drawers, full of chain mail. Harder than stale diamonds.
3: Then you'd fit right in in Corinth, where I'm from. It's a tough city. And my husband is Crispus, ruler of the synagogue.
5: I'd hate that job. I once had to spend just 30 seconds in a stinky bog, and it actually made my nose hurt. Imagine being the ruler of a stinky bog.
3: No, my husband is the ruler of the synagogue. A guy named Paul was coming to the synagogue every week telling us about Jesus, and we just didn't listen to him. In fact, we called him names and were really mean to him.
5: It's awful when people call you names and say you're silly. I would imagine. I don't know. That's not why I live in the woods, (laughs) in case you're wondering.
3: I wasn't. Anyway, Paul stopped coming to the stinky bog. I mean, synagogue. And so we left. And actually, we kind of missed him. So my husband went with Paul, listened, and started trusting in Jesus.
5: So there was some sort of fight. Man-to-man combat! Fight to the death!
3: No, it was a work of the Spirit to understand the good news. And then the Spirit helped me and my children, so we were all baptised!
5: I knew it! You've been made tough by the cold water. I sleep in rivers to become tough. It's the power of water.
3: No, baptism is being washed with water on the outside to show Jesus has washed our hearts clean on the inside. It's like I'm going under the water, and now I'm changed. Coming up out of the water to live for Jesus.
5: Wow, that sounds good.
3: And although life is still hard if you follow Jesus, we are his, and we have his promises.
5: All this talk of water makes me want to go back into the forest.
3: Is nature calling you?
5: How did you know?
3: Just a guess.
5: I must away. See you another time on Action Time with Action Tim.
2: We've had some lovely emails. We've got one from Jess in Northern Ireland who has a big sister called Abby and a little sister called Susanna. They listen to us on the long car journeys. Hello, if you're listening to this right now in a long car journey. She loves the sketch. When Zachariah was behind the curtain and couldn't speak and people started talking about sandwiches. That was a while back, but I do remember that one. And Abby liked the one where Jesus walked on water all the bit after that and Susanna has started answering the questions that Ed has for two sevens. Thanks very much
1: for listening and for getting in touch. It turns out, Jan, there's never a bad time to listen to a Christmas episode. We have loved hearing from the DeVries family and I'm sorry if I've got that wrong but it's great to see you. You've sent us photos and videos and I've even got to meet some of you in person in Australia. They are on a four-week road trip from Sydney to Cairns. My goodness, that's a lot of podcast episodes. And at the moment, when you sent us this email, you were near Lightning Ridge on the border of Queensland in the outback. I imagine you couldn't see anyone for miles. Thanks for letting us know that you're listening to us and we're keeping you company for weeks. Have a great time. And also in Australia
2: is Sorcha, who is seven. She lives in Sydney. Her granddad is from Scotland, though. And she says that uh, they listen at dinner time or the car if they're on a trip. And she loves learning about the Bible, the fun facts. And her favourite song is the Hero Song by Awesome Cutlery. She wants to know what part of England we're in. Well, I'm in the southwest in Somerset,
1: and Ed is in that London. Isn't that right, Ed? <laughs> yeah. I'm very near Wimbledon, so if you've heard of the tennis... I'm near there. Jam, go on, give us a town you're in so we can find you on a map.
2: The town is Yeovil, um, and it's famous for making helicopters, but arguably not that famous.
1: And from Jam's garden, you can see Glastonbury Tour if you look carefully.
2: That's true. Yes, you can.
1: Anyway, thanks very much. Send us an email, Ed at podcast at faithinkids.org. And this summer, We've put some craft activities on the website to do with these four episodes. We're putting them up one by one. Some of them are absolutely terrific fun. I'm not going to tell you about my favourites. But go to our website, go to the podcast page and you'll find them there. These podcasts in this series keep getting longer because we're trying to pack too much in. So I
2: think you should go over and listen to Michael J. Tinker's song from his Mission to Dendros album called As For Me In My House that will go really well with this episode there's a hint of it here underneath go to a link in the show notes listen to the whole song in fact listen to the whole album and you'll be really encouraged this is the fourth episode we're now done there is one more though before you go back to school that's going to be dropping in a couple of weeks time so hope that gives you time to catch up with the podcast there are loads to catch up on i think we've done just over a hundred so we're going to raise our bat uh, to the pavilion and say thank you to god for helping us to keep going because that's what we're trying to do isn't it ed
1: absolutely we keep on going jam because we've got the good news and we're not gonna stop say goodbye jam Goodbye, Jam. Bye-bye, Ed. If you're under five, who promised to stay with Paul to help him? Five to sevens, how was Paul treated by different people in this story? Can you think of a few examples? Eights to elevens, have you ever been treated differently because you're a Christian? Over elevens, What do you try to remember when you're being treated differently?
5: I have no idea how people sing like this every night.